Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Reel is back. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me for the next three hours. I'll take you up to 3 o'clock here on the new midday program here in town. Burgundy and gold today. The combination of myself, the legend. Scott Jackson and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. We got you covered weekdays, 12 to 3, right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Expert analysis, fan reaction, and the biggest names in Burgundy and Gold history. Well, if you were listening closely on Friday, and quite frankly, every day last week, I tried to warn you all. I tried. I tried to warn you all about the trickle-down effect and what it would be if Washington lost their fourth straight game Sunday in their house against a very beatable Tennessee Titans team. For two weeks now, two weeks, I've been the most vocal person on both of these stations, Team 980 and 106.7 The Fan, about the sense of urgency that I felt this team needed to have and the pressure that would start to mount if Washington couldn't stop the skid. I dubbed the Cowboys game a must-win game. And folks, once again, challenged me. Told me I was overreacting. Linnell, there's so much season left to go. Okay. Have it your way. See, the beautiful thing, (laughs) that's why I love this stuff. The beautiful thing about this business is that we got receipts. 
So the receipts also tell you that after that embarrassing offensive display in Dallas, where you drop Wentz back 42 times, and he's only able to muster up 170 yards passing, you scored 10 points. In that same Dallas game, you were penalized 11 times for 136 yards. Just an undisciplined, embarrassing performance. Not all on Carson, but it is what it is, right? So last week, I told you after that ugly loss, I dubbed this past Sunday's game against Tennessee a win or else. Now, if you're really, really paying close attention here, if you really mess with me, I said it all last week, the or else part is on them. Win or else. But the beautiful part about the or else, the folks in Ashburn will get to decide what the or else was. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We're here. We have made it. The Grim Reaper is officially en route to the Innova Sports and Performance Center at Commander's Park. Things are getting very unchy, as I like to say in Ashburn. Folks are starting to feel the pressure, whether they want to admit it, or not. For you, maybe, but not for me, Scott. Why? I'm not going to pen. Why? Because there's plenty of football left, okay? We're going to work our butts off to get better. That's all we can do, okay? I mean, that's the truth of the matter is, you know, and, and again, if you work and continue to work and continue to work, eventually it's going to change, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change it. This is not going to happen overnight. It's never going to happen overnight. When is it going to? I don't know, but I will say, and I, and, I, and I don't disagree with some of the thought process, there is a sense of urgency, and I hope everybody in that locker room is the same sense that I have. <laughs> it's great. That's why that's why I love the fact that we have this audio to give to you guys. When I'm sorry, Ron, can 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 you run that back for me one more time, please? This is not going to happen overnight. It's never going to happen overnight. When is it going to I don't know. But I will say and I, I, <laughs> you don't, and know. I don't disagree with some of the thought process. There is a sense of urgency. And I hope everybody in that locker room is the same sense that I have. You don't know when it's going to happen. It's been 3 years, Ron, and you still haven't figured it out. He just told you if you were listening closely, he just told you He didn't know when it was going to happen. And, folks, that's the problem. That's the issue that we all have. Because let's be real. Let's be real. When we talk about the state of this team and the direction that this franchise is heading in, to put it very mildly, they are going nowhere very, very fast. But, see, this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't have anyone to report to. This is what happens when you don't have a boss. You don't get checked when you need to get checked. See, if you really pay attention closely to what Ron Rivera's been saying, he always says we as coaches and players need to be better. What about what you need to do better, Ron? When are you going to individually take accountability? I promise. I promise it's not too late. Because guess what? Each time he gets up there in front of that microphone, Whether he realizes this or not, he's losing credibility. You want to talk about culture and trying to build a culture? How about you take some accountability for what the hell has gone on here the past 13 months? Because at the end of the day, Ron Rivera is ultimately responsible. And this is where it gets cute. This is where it gets so cute. The entire fan base, if not, You know, the the, the entire fan base is probably a a strong word. A strong majority of this fan base hates Daniel Snyder. He's been the owner of this football team since 1999. 2020, though, right? 
Ron Rivera's first year as head coach was the first time Daniel Snyder gave complete authority to the football people in the building. If y'all been following this team, I'm not telling you nothing new. Jay Gruden didn't have this amount of say-so. The legendary Joe Gibbs didn't have this type of pull. Hell, Mike Shanahan didn't have this type of pull. Really think about this for what it is, man, because I'm trying to peel back the entire curtain here today. Really think about it and look at it for what it actually is. The first time Daniel Snyder gives complete control to the football people, this happens. Now look at us. We haven't had a winning season since 2016, and they fired the guy who led that group. So here we are. Where do we go from here? That, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of here today. We got a jam-packed show for you all per usual. David Harris of the Locked On Commanders Podcast Network joins the show at 1 o'clock. We'll get his thoughts on Sunday's loss and where he thinks things currently stand with this group. In the 2 o'clock hour, huh, lucky for us, we'll get to hear from Commanders head coach Ron Rivera for the final time before Thursday's big-time showdown in Chicago. Plus, it's Tuesday. So it's time for another installment of Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the NFL heading into week six. Like I said, plenty to get to here on Burgundy and Gold today. You know how I get down. It's the people show. Tapping with me all show long, one of two ways. Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301-230-0980. Twitter and Instagram, you can tap in with me there as well. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. So I don't know if you all have heard, But Commander's head coach, Ron Rivera, made some pretty interesting comments yesterday about the reason this team isn't further along in its rebuild. I'll let you hear that and the backlash it's gotten publicly next, right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Coming up at 1 o'clock, David Harrison, the co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast, is set to join us. We'll ask him the same questions I plan on asking you guys here today. Where does this football team go from here? You've now dropped four straight football games. You are staring a 1-5 start smack in the face, and the odds in history tell you that teams that start 1-4, 1-5 typically don't qualify for the postseason. So that raises a much bigger question, in my opinion. If this team can't make the playoffs this year, how do you justify Ron Rivera keeping his job here? We'll continue to talk about that and get to that as the rest of the show moves on here. But right now, man, I want to continue to beat the dead horse because that's what we do around here. I mean, clearly yesterday was not the best moment for Ron Rivera. It really wasn't. And this is why I was so hell-bent in riding behind what I said last week. This, first of all, it started back in Dallas. It was a must-win football game. You lost that. You lost that. So now you're hanging on for dear life Sunday against Tennessee, and you're in a win-or-else situation. And I said it all along. The or-else was going to be up to them. The or-else was going to be up to the folks in Ashburn, Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio. Scott Turner, whoever speaks publicly on behalf of this group, that's where the or else was going to come from. Because clearly, tensions are high over there in Ashburn. Clearly, people are frustrated by the results. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I'd be even more ticked off if it didn't seem like they cared about what's going on. If they didn't care that this team was in the midst of a four-game losing streak in year three with them in control. That'd feel a lot worse. But what I can't handle, what I can't handle is you not being responsible for the things that you say at the podium. Because guess what? Guess what, Ron Rivera? It's your 12th season as an NFL head coach. You've done this for 12 years. Going on and having to talk to the media during tough situations. But the one thing I always say, this isn't Charlotte. This isn't New York or Philadelphia either when it comes to the pressure that the media puts on. And it's not even really pressure. It's the fact that they're going to do their job to the highest ability no matter what's going on around them, no matter what's going on around them. But for some reason, Ron Rivera can't seem to say the right things when he gets to the podium. Here's Ron Rivera yesterday on the biggest difference between the Washington rebuild and the Giants in Philadelphia's rebuild. Following up on John's question about the, the Giants, you know, they're up to a faster start. The Eagles, the Cowboys, you know, they've kind of all been rebuilding too the last couple of years, and it seems like they're farther ahead. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at, at this point? Quarterback. Is that? 
I mean, with quarterback, like the Cowboys, for instance, they're, they don't have Dak Prescott this season and still have been able to well, they win. Started with, well, they, they started, started with, with them, Dak, but they've... And they built around Dak, and the offense is built around Dak. Um, their backup's a, a guy that is very solid inside of it, inside of what they do. Um, and the truth is that, that this is a quarterback-driven league. And if you look at the teams that have been able to sustain success, they've been able to build it around a specific quarterback. Chose the quarterback here, though. So, do you have any regrets about that, or how do you? No, I got no regrets about that quarterback. I think our quarterback has done some good things. There's been a couple of games that he struggled, um, but you look at his numbers from yesterday, and you would say, okay, you look at his numbers he's had throughout the year. There was a time he was, you know, uh, very solid. And then, um, un- you know, we had the unfortunate Philadelphia game, and he struggled a little bit in the Dallas game. But the way he performed yesterday, it just shows you, you know, what he's capable of. And, you know, we chose him because we believe him. We chose him because we looked at what we felt were, were, were things that pointed towards him. That's head coach Ron Rivera talking to the D.C. media about why this rebuild has gotten off to such a slow start. And we all know what's going on in Philadelphia. First-year head coach Brian Dable has the Giants out to a 4-1 and one start. Nick Sirianni, in his second year on the job, after making the playoffs in year one, has his squad as undefeated and arguably the best team in the entire damn league. So there's a disconnect here. There clearly is. Based off of what we heard yesterday from Ron, there's a disconnect about what's going on here. Now, to Ron's credit, I think the interpretation of what he said has gotten misconstrued. Ron was saying the biggest difference is those teams have been able to build around their quarterback. That was the, That's what he really meant. It wasn't about throwing Carson Wentz under the bus. It was about trying to make the point that Nick Sirianni and Brian Dable have gotten the opportunity to construct their offense around their quarterback. Now, that answer and that logic also doesn't make any sense because guess what? Both of those head coaches inherited their two new quarterbacks. When Nick Sirianni took over the job, Jalen Hurts was already in place. And what did Nick Sirianni do? He made it work with Jalen Hurts. He did. The rest of the team, he had to build up and prop up so that Jalen Hurts could be what he is right now. For Brian Dable, he's come in there and just completely changed the mindset of one of the most losing teams in the last decade, talking about the New York Giants. This is my issue, though. This is my issue with Ron Rivera in the quarterback situation here in Washington as a whole. Because it's not about Washington trading for Carson Wentz this summer. That was the final and really first decision he made at quarterback that you can say made sense. Even though a lot of you out there probably don't feel like the trade this summer for Wentz made sense. I do. I do. Even as we stand here five weeks into the season at one and four, I still do think the Carson Wentz trade made sense for this group. But that's not my issue. This is my issue, Ron Rivera. You took over this job and team in 2020. You waited until year three on the job to come up with a respectable solution at the most important position in the game. Yet, out of the same mouth, you come out and say, quarterback is the most important position in the sport. That's why New York and Philadelphia are having success. Does what you're saying align with your actions? Because let me tell you this, Ron Rivera. If quarterback was the most important position in the sport, which it is, I don't, I don't disagree with that notion, then why did you not aggressively handle that situation? I love we have the timeline here. Let's go back and really look at things for what it is. 
You were given complete autonomy and control of this roster when you took over in 2020. Going into Dwayne Haskins' second year in the National Football League, you decided, you decided to hire Scott Turner as the offensive coordinator here after never being an offensive coordinator before in his life. Now, on the same page, the trickle-down effect of that was you're forcing Dwayne Haskins to go out and learn a new offense, which is why he struggled from the get-go with Ron Rivera there. And if you didn't want Dwayne Haskins, Ron, you have complete autonomy. No one put a gun to your head and made you ride with Dwayne Haskins. That was on you. That has to sit on your resume, in your conscience. You didn't make things work for him. If you all remember, back at that time, Kevin O'Connell, the now head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, he was the offensive coordinator here in Washington. He was the offensive coordinator that Dwayne Haskins worked with in his rookie year. So if your intentions was to give Dwayne Haskins a true shot at being the franchise guy here, and not, and if you weren't trying to set him up to fail, you know what you would have done? You would have kept Kevin O'Connell. Because how do you expect a second-year quarterback to continue to grow and develop when there's no continuity within the system? That pause was for anybody out there who wants to answer the question. There is no answer to the question. It didn't make sense. And I'd love, I'd love, love, love to give Ron Rivera some truth serum and really figure out, well, well, did you really want Dwayne Haskins in year one? Because let me tell you this, if it, and this is so frustrating, because when you lose, this is how rumors and things start to circulate. The outside noise becomes more important than the actual product on the field. But if it comes out that Ron Rivera was forced to stick with Dwayne Haskins, should have never took the job. You come into a a place and demand complete roster control and control of all personnel decisions, put your foot down right away and set the tone for what type of era and regime you're going to be. Because you set Dwayne Haskins up to fail. And I heard Russell Amethurst talking about the Dwayne Haskins situation and how he was so out on Dwayne from the beginning. I'm out on Ron right now. (laughs) And I've been out on Ron. Since he's shown us how he's going to handle the most important position in the sport. I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse here. If you really wanted to go to bat for Dwayne Haskins and really wanted him, really wanted to give him a fair opportunity to be the quarterback of this team moving forward, you wouldn't have allowed Kevin O'Connell to walk out of the door. It's not like Kevin O'Connell was banging on doors trying to leave. No, no, no. You gave him permission to go out and seek other work because you had no intentions of running his offense. So at the same time, at the same time here, you're hindering Dwayne. So that was your first mistake and flaw, in my opinion. You set Dwayne Haskins up to fail from day one. So I don't want to hear anything about you not liking Dwayne. You have to share some of the blame for Dwayne's failures as well. But but after we all know how that season goes, Alex Smith gets time at quarterback. Taylor Heineke eventually gets time at quarterback. Kyle Allen eventually gets time at quarterback. You sneak into the postseason. It's a feel-good story. Everybody loves you. You ain't coach of the year. I mean, everything is peaches and roses right now. This defense is playing like a top-five unit. You felt as if the next year was going to be the year you were going to be able to take this thing to the next level. 
in year two, not year three. You told us that coming out of year one, that this group you felt was a quarterback away from being a contender. And so did the rest of the national media. And you went out and told everyone who would listen that you needed a quarterback last offseason. You told everyone. You told everyone that you tried to trade for Matthew Stafford. It ends up not getting done. You told everybody that you tried to trade for Russell Wilson. It ends up not getting done. So what do you do with the quarterback position instead? You bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick was this team's answer at quarterback a season ago. Do you see the trend here? Do you see the pattern here? They don't have a plan at quarterback. And when you're the director, excuse me, he's not officially titled the director of player personnel. When you have final say-so on all personnel decisions and Ryan Fitzpatrick is your answer at quarterback, you know what that tells me? That tells me you don't have very good judgment at picking the position. But we should have recognized that. Because when have you ever really successfully picked a quarterback? Cam Newton? My grandma doesn't know jack squat about football. If you sat all the quarterbacks down in that Cam Newton's class and told her to pick one, I'm sure she'd pick Cam Newton as well. You don't get credit for doing the obvious. So now I'm at the point where Ron Rivera, in my opinion, does not know how to handle the quarterback position. And the way he addressed it in his first two years here on the job, tell you such. You went with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke. That, that's who you hitched your wagon to. That's who you thought was going to help get your young defense over the top. That's who you helped. That, that, that's who you thought was going to take this team a step forward. Seriously? Taylor Heineke, a guy who hasn't had success anywhere in the National Football League, hasn't really gotten opportunities. Ryan Fitzpatrick, a career backup in journeyman. That's who you hitched your wagon to. No worries. No worries. So this offseason, you finally decide, you finally decide on another quarterback, Carson Wentz. Now, I don't have any problems with this team acquiring Wentz. But the thing is, the thing is, it was your choice not to address the quarterback position when you first got here. You told us you wanted to build the rest of the roster up first before getting a quarterback, which is fine. Because guess what? Other teams have went that route as well. It's not like he was reinventing the wheel by doing that. Denver with Peyton Manning. Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. Matthew Stafford in L.A. You told us, you told us that you expected to win in year three. That, that's what you told us. You told us you expected this team to get over the hump. And guess whose job it is to prop up Carson Wentz? Yours. It's your job, Ron. Supporting Carson Wentz was supposed to be the number one thing in priority this offseason. And that's what you told us. That's what's amazing. And guess whose job that was to put those pieces in place? You, Ron Rivera. This time period that getting a quarterback was the number one priority and, and you had your options. So you go out and you get Carson. What is that next step? What is the next priority to be able to address here? Well, I think the biggest thing, Julie, is to make sure we have the offensive people in place. Can we protect them? Do we got to make sure that that offensive line is fortified and we're going to continue to look at that to make sure we do have the right pieces in place? Then it's about the playmakers. Do we have enough playmakers around him? You know, will those guys coming back from injury be ready to play for us once we get into the uh, uh, into training camp and then get into the regular season? So we've got to look at all those things to make sure that that fits our offensive uh, attitude, our, our offensive philosophy, and our offensive scheme. 
That was back in April. That's audio from April. So they knew what they had to do in order to ensure the success of this offense. It was about propping up Carson Wentz. You can say whatever you want. In my opinion, Carson Wentz has done his job. They haven't done enough to help him be successful. And that's the issue I have here. For you to go out and call this man out in the media yesterday makes no sense. And now, look at where we sit here. Look at where we sit. Because guess what? This is why I dubbed Sunday against Tennessee a win or else. Because guess what? Now, now you're seeing the ramifications of the what else. Because if you would have won Sunday against Tennessee, you wouldn't have made this boneheaded comment. And you wouldn't be the talk of the national media right now. Anywhere you turn on your TV, NFL Network, ESPN, CBS Sports, local news, Ron Rivera and the comments he made yesterday are being put on blast. Deservingly so. But that's what happens when you fail to meet expectations. The pressure gets ratcheted up, and clearly Ron Rivera has shown us that he's not able to handle it. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Coming up at 1 o'clock, David Harrison, co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast, is set to join us. We'll get the latest on the burgundy and gold from him and what he's thinking about the current direction of this football team. It really, it's troublesome. It, It really is. It really is. And I'm hoping David can give us some type of silver lining because I've been accused of being the negative guy around the building. I've been confused, accused of being the, the shock jock guy around the station. Because guess what? I will hold the team accountable. I will hold folks accountable for the things that they say and the decisions that they make. Ron Rivera made the comments that he made yesterday. We played them for you. Nothing makes sense, though. Nothing makes sense. And we just played you the audio from April of him talking about this team needing to surround Wentz with talent. And I ended the segment saying this, you can say whatever you want. Carson Wentz has done his job. He has. Carson Wentz has done his job for the most part through the first five games of this season. I truly do believe that. I do. But I say all that to say this. 
at some point, at some point, we have to take the heat off of the quarterback because guess what? How can you succeed if you're not being put in position to succeed? And I've had to go back and forth on this entire situation because I felt as if, well, we're paying him $28 million, right? So he should be able to elevate the play of others. He should be able to overcome adverse situations. Thus far, through the first five weeks of the season, that hasn't been the case. I do know this, though. Carson Wentz is very much not the problem (laughs) offensively with Washington. Because they're not doing enough to help him be successful. Carson Wentz is second in the NFL in passing attempts. Why? That's not supporting him. Anyone with a brain should be able to understand the fact that dropping Carson Wentz back 45 times in a football game isn't a recipe for success. Go back to the Dallas game. 42 attempts for a buck 70. Why are you dropping him back 42 times? The team is averaging 5.2 yards a pop, yet they don't lean on the running game. Yet they're not doing enough to help this young man. It's a bigger problem with this football team, and it's not even just the football team. It's the offense specifically. They don't have an identity. Everyone who knows the sport, everyone who's followed the sport in recent years clearly understands that Carson Wentz is the type of quarterback that needs balance to be successful. Pretty much just like every other quarterback in the NFL, outside of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brady, Rodgers. Hell, Joe Burrow even needs it. Herbert needs it. Carson Wentz is the most sacked quarterback in the National Football League. Despite that, he's completing 63% of his passes. He's fifth in the National Football League in touchdowns. He's fifth in the National Football League in throwing yards. So don't go blaming Carson Wentz. That's irresponsible. Has he been perfect? No. 100% not. No one's been perfect. Nobody is perfect. But he's been far from the issue, in my opinion. Argue it with, with whoever you want on that. If you feel that the struggles that Washington is having right now offensively is solely on the shoulders of Carson Wentz, you need to be drug-checked. Please, please call in and let me know if that's how you feel because we can have in-depth discussion about it. This y'all show, 301-230-0980. But look, man, Ron Rivera says the biggest difference between Philadelphia and New York's quick, quick rebuilds is the quarterback position. That's what he says. See, and this is, this is where it gets all interesting, and this is where I get to pat myself on the back and feel good. I said Sunday against Tennessee was a win or else. And I said the win or else was up to them. They've decided the or else is to be messy because now the media pressure isn't just coming from the guys locally. It's coming from the national media as well. You're Carson Wentz today. How you feeling? Uh, Susie, I'm not going to lie. I have a really hard time watching that. And when I heard it, I couldn't believe it. Um, I'm not here to defend Carson Wentz. He's had a you know a tumultuous career and ups and downs. And uh, but this is a defensive head coach 
that uh, is absolutely driving the bus over his quarterback. And I just want to I just want to read some stats out there for everybody just to realize Carson Wentz is fourth in the NFL in passing. The only guys ahead of him are Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Tom Brady. This is a defense that is 26th in the NFL in scoring, giving up points. Oh, and they're also 28th in rushing offense. So like, the, the, the blame has got to be spread around. This is a team sport. It is the ultimate team sport. And how a head coach can stand up there in front of the media and usher one word and its quarterback. Uh, I, I, I. Completely ridiculous. It's former Redskins quarterback Alex Smith talking about the comments that Ron Rivera had made yesterday to the D.C. media. Now, it's it's so interesting, and I, and I thought you had to take what Alex Smith said with a grain of salt because, as you all know, Alex and Ron didn't have the most peachy relationship while they were here in Washington. Ron was fearful of playing Alex Smith because who wanted to be the coach playing a guy coming off a broken-in-half leg? I don't blame Ron Rivera for that. I do blame Ron Rivera for this. See, because this is what happens when you don't have anyone to answer to. You go out and you say stupid things like Ron Rivera said yesterday. If you can't tell by the tone in these press conferences, he is feeling the heat and it's making him very, very uncomfortable. This isn't Charlotte. This isn't the Panthers. You set the expectation for this group in the summer. You told everyone. Year three was the year you expect to make the jump. That's what they said. That wasn't prompted. That is the bill of goods that they sold us. This is why I love to bring it back full circle to real life, right? In any profession, in any profession, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a radio personality, whether you're an accountant, whether you're a cafeteria lady, whether you're a damn janitor, in any profession, right? When you fail to meet expectations, usually, in most professions, in most jobs, there are consequences. The same goes here with Ron Rivera. See, it's more difficult than usual because the only person Ron Rivera answers to is too tied up with problems of his own. And that's why. That's why we're in the situation that we're in right now. But oh, 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 don't worry. Don't worry because guess who was at FedEx on Sunday? Billionaire Dan. Guess who was in Jerry's world last Sunday in Dallas? Billionaire Dan. So if Ron Rivera isn't careful here, his key card's not going to work one day when he shows up to the facility. Because guess what? You are in year three. This football team has lost four straight games. It looks like they're going nowhere very, very fast. I told you last weekend in Tennessee was a win or else. This is what happens when you go on a four-game losing streak to open up the season in year three on the job. Life gets tough. Seat gets hot. You have to answer tough questions. But clearly, Ron Rivera has made it about everyone else except for him. Let's go to Keith, who's in Maryland, wants to talk about Carson Wentz. Keith, what do you have to say on Carson Wentz? I'm very curious. I say Carson Wentz, not the problem. I agree with you. I say this this organization is the problem, man. This organization been like this for a long time. I hear we keep repeating ourselves over and over again from John Thompson, from uh, Donnie Simpson, from everybody that had a radio show talked about this team. 
and it's the same thing every week. This team don't have no success nowhere. They they get this this the only team doesn't have no turnovers on defense, no pick sixes. This team has nothing successful going about it nowhere. It ain't the quarterback fault. It ain't the the coaches fault. Every coach that coached this team going through the same problem Robert Burroughs. Hold, hold on, Keith. Hold on, Keith. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, Keith. Hold on, Keith. This is where I want to push back. Right. This is where I want to push back. Because every coach hasn't gone through what Ron Rivera is going to, going through. Who the hell else has had complete roster autonomy as a head coach? So, Nobody. Shanahan. Shanahan didn't have complete autonomy yeah. on the roster. Shanahan had the whole Give me a break. If, if Shanahan would have had autonomy of the roster, they wouldn't have drafted Robert Griffin III. That was a Daniel Snyder move. Know your facts, man, before That's you call in keep... here. Know, hey, know, your, know your facts. You. No, come on, man. Come on, man. If you're going to come, come correct. Because I'm saying what I'm saying for a reason. Ron Rivera is a special, special case, ladies and gentlemen. And until we understand that, no one's going to hold him to the standard that I'm holding him to. He is the first he is the first guy to come here since Dan Snyder took over this thing in 1999. He's the only person. He's the only person that Daniel Snyder has given complete authority of the football operations to. Jay Gruden didn't have that say-so. Mike Shanahan didn't have that say-so. Gibbs didn't have that say-so. So this is why we're holding Ron Rivera to this standard. This, this is why. This is why we're holding Ron Rivera to this standard. The one time, the first time that Daniel Snyder decides to go against the grain, this is happening. So for anyone out there who doesn't feel like the blame should be placed on Ron Rivera, please call in. I'm, I'm desperate to hear from you. 301-230-0980. Twitter and Instagram, you can get at me there as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I'm real with this. There is no cut cards with the situation. The facts are the facts are the facts. Let's go to Rod and Lando before we take the break. Rod. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Um, love the show. But today, I, don't, I can't say I agree with you, man, like on everything. I'm not going to say Carson Wentz is the, is the sole blame, but to me, he, he, take, he should take a lot of the blame because he underthrows a lot of passes, overthrowing a lot of passes, missing passes, throwing the ball too late when people wide open, stuff like that. I'm saying happy feet in the pocket, dropping far enough back to where he's – your offensive line can't help you because you're dropping too far back. You know I'm saying like the mechanics. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying it's all his fault, but – He's a big part of the blame too, and I wasn't I wasn't like that in the first part of the season. But after a couple of games, we kept doing the same thing. I keep saying the same Barad, thing from him. Yeah, Barad, he, Barad, he is brother. some of the blame. Rod, Rod, though he's coming off his best performance of the season, brother. How, how are we yeah, having I'm, that I'm, temperament I'm, now? How, how can we speak like this now? The timing isn't right. But listen, go ahead. The, when um, Heineke Heineke had great yards too last year, he had. If you if you look at the stats, you could look at stats all day. But stats can be. I'm saying can 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 lead you to the wrong spot sometimes. 100%, 100%. I'm saying I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is is the is the to blame. Like I, I believe the coaches and stuff are to blame at the top, but he does deserve some blame, and that's all I'm saying. Thanks for the call. Hey, I appreciate you, my man. Look, I can respectfully agree to disagree. I can agree to disagree. When the young man's coming off a 25 of 38 performance where he throws for a season-high 359 yards and two touchdowns, 
I, I, I have a hard time blaming him for what's going on thus far. I want to continue to take your calls, though. 301-230-0980. Pay very close attention to what I'm about to say here. This is a very special portion of the show here because guess what? You get to chime in now. The question is simple. You heard what Ron Rivera said the biggest difference between the Giants and the Eagles rebuild was. As a fan base, what do you think the biggest difference is between the Giants rebuild, Phillies rebuild, and our rebuild? 301-230-0980. I'll tell you what I think next. Phone lines wide open for you guys. 301-230-0980. Coming up at the top of the hour, 1 o'clock, David Harrison, co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Set to join us. We'll ask him the same question I'm posing out there to you all right now. Right? You heard what Ron Rivera said the biggest difference was between Philadelphia's rebuild and Washington's rebuild. What say you, fans? 301-230-0980. From your vantage point, from what you know, and I only need my smart, astute callers only here, what's been the biggest difference, in your opinion, between the Giants' rebuild and the Eagles' rebuild compared to the one here in Washington? Now, I'll go first, of course. It'd be rude of me not to go first. I'd love to answer this question for you all first here. So look, right? The biggest difference, in my opinion, is Ron Rivera. (laughs) As simple as it may sound, right? The biggest, the biggest reason and the biggest difference, in my opinion, is Ron Rivera. Because guess what? Brian Dable came in, and he's not in charge. Player personnel. He's got a general manager. And he also inherited a quarterback in his first year, just like Ron Rivera did. Just like Ron did. In Philadelphia, with Nick Sirianni, he inherited a quarterback, just like Ron Rivera did. But you know what else is the big difference? The way those front offices have built up the rest of those rosters around their quarterbacks. And that's, and that's really the big difference here. It's not rocket science. It's very clear that quarterback is not the biggest difference. Because even, I mean, it's not even, I mean, this isn't even anything controversial to say. Daniel Jones is not a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Daniel Jones is more athletic than Carson Wentz, but the numbers tell you Daniel Jones can't sniff Carson Wentz's jockstrap. That, that's what the numbers tell you, and it's not very, it's not really a debate either. They're not on the same level. The biggest difference is the way the rest of those rosters were built around their guy, and it's crazy, and it's crazy because Ron Rivera told us before they went out and pursued Ryan Fitzpatrick, that they wanted to build the rest of the roster out before dropping a quarterback in there ready to go. Which is why it's so interesting that he had the unmitigated gall, the audacity yesterday, to name drop Carson Wentz when talking about the issues on this football team. I cannot stand to listen to it anymore. It's contradiction after contradiction after contradiction. And at some point, somebody has to hold him responsible. Which is why I have all the audio clips here. I got the receipts. So if I don't do anything else for you guys here on this station, I will hold Ron Rivera 
responsible. Phone lines are full right now. Let's go to Kenny, who's in D.C. Kenny, the question is very specific, buddy. What's the biggest difference between the Giants' rebuild, the Eagles' rebuild, and our rebuild? Yeah, the, uh, the, the biggest difference is that uh, they, they had a uh, quarterback to build around. Uh, if if consequence is the guy, and I'm just saying if if he's the guy, then we haven't got a chance to build around. Kenny, can I can I uh, interrupt you for one sec- second, Kenny? So you're saying so, the biggest difference. So you're agreeing with Ron Rivera then that the quarterback is the biggest difference between those th- between these three. No, no. Yeah, the the the, the I, I am agreeing with the fact that we haven't been able to build around a quarterback. Um, so we, our offensive line is Who are you not placing to, the blame on for them not being able to build around. Well, I'm, I, 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 I really place the blame on Dan Snyder because I wow. believe unlike you, uh, unlike you, I believe that, um, uh, Dan Snyder in order to, in order for Ron Rivera to get the job that he got and, and get the power that he got, he did have to agree to try to work. Uh, with Dwayne Haskins okay. for that for that year, and and if and I believe that if Dwayne Haskins had also put in the work, then Dwayne Haskins would have been our quarterback. Kenny, can I ask you but, this though? Can I ask you this though? Sure, they sure, gave they sure, gave sure. Dwayne Haskins an a, a un, an insurmountable set of circumstances because guess what? Dwayne Haskins learned one offense in his rookie year, and he struggled to pick that one up. You had the opportunity to keep Kevin O'Connell here as his offensive coordinator, but instead he brought in his own guy, the guy who's currently the yeah. offensive coordinator, who had never yeah, been an yeah, offensive coordinator before. So how do you, you expect him to succeed having to learn a different offense in his second year okay, and he didn't okay, have the weapons okay, around that, here, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Dwayne puts in the work, I mean, he didn't have to succeed the first year. I mean, it, it wasn't like he had to blow the league up in his second year. All he had to do was put in the work, try to learn the offense, and improve weekly. That's that's it. That's all he had to do. It wasn't that, you know, he he had to beat the guy in his second year with this new offensive coordinator. I mean, I'm he sure got Daniel benched Jones, before he got I'm the opportunity that. to do it. I appreciate the call, my man. Look, we're tight on time here. we got David Harrison coming at the top of the hour. I want to go through some of these real quick here. Let's go to Jamal, who's in, who's in Northeast. What's the biggest difference between Washington's rebuild, the Giants' rebuild, and the Eagles' rebuild? Um, I mean, I think it's clear the biggest big difference is, I mean, damn, I mean, and I know people that gets like a fatigue. I have somebody, I mean, the fact is just the fact is, S show has been an S show since he's been here. I mean, you can put a, a, a stripe on a horse, but it's not a zebra. It's still a horse just with a damn stripe on it. And that's what this franchise is. I mean, now, to be specific to what's going on now, we're the most undisciplined team in the league, man. I mean, we got 20 penalties in two games. Look no further yeah. than that. And that's been something we've been complaining about since this coaching staff has been here. So, I mean, we're just the most undisciplined team in the league. As long as that will continue, doesn't matter who's that quarterback. You got Aaron Rodgers out there throwing to Julio Jones in his prime for all I care. Man, you, if you're getting 20 penalties in two games, you're not going to win. I mean, you're just not going to win a lot of games. So, it seems to me as if mistakes are being allowed, and I'm going to say allowed because if you're getting that many penalties, that means you're not being disciplined for it. No one's telling you not to do that. Or I agree. And as, and as long as that keeps happening, this is what it's going to be, man. I appreciate the call, my man. Look, I, I agree with you completely. This is why I'm trying to hold Ron Rivera accountable. Because like you said, 
The penalty situation for this group is ridiculous. They're ranked 28th in the National Football League in penalty yards accepted per week. You're coming off back-to-back weeks with eight-plus penalties. You had nine against Tennessee last week. And then you had 11 for over 100 yards against Dallas the week before. How can Carson Wentz succeed? How can the offense succeed when they're constantly playing behind the chains? I want to hear from you guys, though. 301-230-0980. We heard Ron Rivera give his answer about what's been the biggest difference between the Giants and the Eagles rebuild compared to the one here in Washington. What do you guys think is the biggest difference? Let's go to Tom, who's in D.C. Tom. Coaches. Coaches, coaches. Yep. But you can't coach a quarterback who's got a head problem, and that's what we've got. But it's Ron's fault because he was the one that wasted $42 million Mm. plus draft choices on two quarterbacks that we have gotten nothing out of. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Tom. We've got to hit the break here. If you're on the line, stay there, 301-230-0980. What's the biggest difference between the Giants' rebuild, the Eagles' rebuild, and a Washington's rebuild? We'll continue to take your calls next right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 